to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Episode 286. My name's Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Uh, random technology in life. Chris threw me for a bit there. Uh, here we go. All right. So <laughs> let's start with what you've got there at the head of the list. No, no, that's terrible. Actually, what I do want to start off with is the bloody two idiots uh, with the COVID cases. You been keeping up with that, Chris? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, here we go. Oh, I did see that there was a video on YouTube saying we've got two COVID cases. I right, holy crap. And I meant to watch it, but I, I forgot. Okay, yeah. I will fill you in because uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. There's a whole bunch of idiots around the place. So, two women come into the country from the UK because there is a funeral going to be happening in Wellington. They are in uh, the 14-day lockdown thing in Auckland, but they're only there for six days, and then they somehow get compassionate leave to go to Wellington. So, the woman, one of them, says, Oh, yeah, I've got some mild symptoms, but that's from a previous thing. There's nothing. So they're like, cool, off you go, buddy. Who says cool? The people running the whatever. Quarantine, quarantine thing. So they do not test them. They go, okay, cool. The woman drive nonstop from Auckland to Wellington without stopping anywhere, is the story that's been told. So yeah, they, of course, because, yeah. Yep, so they do that. Uh, the funeral was going to be held... After the 14 days quarantine thing in Auckland, they were going down to provide support to some grieving relative. So they're there earlier than the funeral anyway. They're like a few days early. Yep. So everybody else is really upset and said, just grieve via Zoom like everybody else. National comes out and says, actually, we've heard from family members. They got lost in Auckland. They then had to ring somebody who was the person that lent them this loaner car had to go find them, then gave them a kiss and a cuddle, and then uh, got them on their way and pointed them to Wellington. So that's all happened. They're not sure. National seem to say that they aren't 100% positive that there wasn't a third person in the car giving them directions. So anyway, they've had to trawl all the footage at Auckland Airport, all the different places to try and figure out where these people have gone, where they've touched, what they've done. Uh nobody's very happy. We're not very good on the world stage right at the moment. Jacinda must have lost her shit. Uh, the health minister was on national radio talking about some stuff, and they've already implemented it. So what you're going to do now is... Uh, you when get- you're in quarantine, you have to stay what we call in quarantine for two weeks. Yep. yep. <laughs> there's there's going to be no more compassionate ground things given. Well... Why would there be? Exactly. Why was that a thing initially? I mean, you know, because the COVID disease is going to go, oh, no, this one's compassionate grounds. I won't activate. So apparently uh, they're going to bring in someone called Digby Webb who's sorting it all out. That's what you want, (laughs) Digby. Uh, Basically, the military's coming in, uh, and he's with the Air Force, I think, and they're going to put in actual systems. They're going to audit the whole thing and make sure that there are operating procedures that are followed. Uh, across the board. Wow, really? Good job. I mean, like, wow. Okay. So all that hard work we put in yes. as a team of Oh, that's million. right. That's why Holy everyone's upset. Shit. Because people are like, you're telling me they didn't stop and get petrol or a coffee or go to the toilet somewhere. Yeah. No, no, apparently they peed in some bushes. 
And then they, they, they're like, yeah, there's some cars that could do a whole trip on one tank or a high brand new diesel, but nobody knows what the actual car was. And I guarantee it's and not it a brand was, new and car. And it was a loner, not not like they got a rental car also, with a full t- tank. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which could maybe have done that, no problem. Yeah, maybe. If they got a rental. Yeah, but anyway, good times. That's what's been happening lately, Chris. Just wanted to fill you in there. Well, the chances that they stopped at Gilmore's are very remote, so I feel safe um, for for the time being until, you know, uh, New Zealand becomes a hotspot again. Yeah. Um, oh, know. there's been cyber attacks all over the place, Chris. That was my first thing there. Lion got uh, shut down with all their... Yes, I know. Which has been affecting you guys. Uh, we have a rugby game this mm. this yeah, and then this week, this weekend. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so uh, Jolie came up to me and she said, Lion couldn't organise piss up in a brewery. And I went, uh, yeah. Interesting. And she goes, no, literally, they couldn't. They can't deliver the kegs to us because yeah. their systems are down. And we have a rugby game this weekend. I'm like, what? Because I didn't know about the cyber attack. I've been. So this cyber attack, which I cannot remember the name of it, they've gone after Fisher and Pikel, Lion and all sorts of different places. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, I love technology and I love how it works, but you really need some sort of backup system in place. And what usually happens is the backup system is an old storeman or old person who no longer works there anymore. And all these young people are just like, oh, we don't know what to do. (laughs) There's so much like telecoms back in the day. And I assume it hasn't changed, but it might have. But they had all the guys that knew how the stack was built. Yeah, one on top of the other, yeah. and then the new they they get rid of the old guys because they cost too much. Those old contracts, yeah, get rid of them yep. totally. And then the the new guys only know the top end of the stack, and they go, "Oh, how do we do this?" Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you could find one of the old guys if they haven't died and charge and pay them a fortune in consulting fees. Oh yeah, that, that's, <laughs> I like that. It's a good ending to that story. Yeah, consulting fees. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, the TV show Cops, was that one of your favourites? Did you used to watch that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't... Uh, For yeah, a period of whenever time. Whenever it was on at m- middle of the night, if I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I th- I you didn't think was, too much of it, really, nah. at the time. It was just, that was part of the thing. Yeah, I and so, yeah, Cops. And it's the longest-running reality show, isn't it, ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 30 seasons, it's finally, um, finally uh, been cancelled due to the whole George Floyd pro- protest oh, right. and Black yeah. Lives Matter. And, I mean... I don't know. For me, it's it was always the stupid either crackheads, hellbillies, but mostly those stupid women. Oh yeah, like I don't know, juicy sure types, and you're just like, what's in your head? The other show's <laughs> still going ahead though, isn't it? Live PD. I think they're still doing something. No, there was a question about that. Apparently, oh, they, they were questioning. It hasn't it hasn't been pulled yet, but there were. They've, I think they've been censoring some stuff, or they've been doing something a bit random. Mm. Which makes sense, but then it was always there was a whole was there a blo- was there a podcast episode we listened to about that? I can't remember. There was something, no, or there's an article, and they were talking about how parts of it were manufactured, or what you saw live wasn't a hundred percent live, and there was a reason they were going to certain um, areas because they could get certain people. Um, I'm no. assuming that's going to close down because it's not that good. Yeah, no, that no, sounds pretty crap. This dude, this cracks me up a little bit. So this rogue artist has got into trouble because basically he's an idiot. So for two years, this dude made a giant metal paper plane. 
That's what it is. It's just a paper. Imagine a piece of folded paper, but made out of steel, right? Yeah. And he just goes, I'm going to install it on Shag Rock in Christchurch in the middle of the night, which is a sacred, moldy uh, site. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they got. So it's probably got a different name <coughs> than Shag Rock. Uh, Sumner Beach, Rapa Nui. There we go. Oh. Also known as Shag Rock. Anyway, the council had to go in and remove it. Uh, they were pretty, um, you know, the Māori were quite upset about it. It was named Crash, but we do not burn uh, to symbolise the ability to unite and overcome difficult times. That was the name of the sculpture. Yeah, yeah, of course. It makes no sense. Anyway, uh, the guys actually come forward uh, anonymously and says, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to upset anybody. I just wanted to install this in a good place and stuff. Um, but yeah, two years worth of work. <laughs> oh, they destroyed it. Well, I don't know what they did with it. Oh, it's just a, <laughs> so stupid. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's cool. But just why couldn't if you're spending two years working on a piece of artwork, talk to the council. This is top tip from the Chris and Sam podcast because we know all about art installations. Talk to the council and say I've made this piece. I'd love to have it displayed somewhere. Where can I do it? Can you help with installation costs? Possibly something like that. Yeah. Not doing the middle of the night on a random rock. And I mean, who's going to sit out there? I, well, the locals, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know. Is it a tourist attraction or is it? I'm just, not sure if it's a tourist attraction, but it yeah. definitely got people talking. Yeah. But, you know. And there's so many places in Christchurch that would let you do that right now. I think so. There's so many buildings. That's right. Stuff. It's so stupid. Oh, God. Um, have you heard of Kennedy Mitchum? No. Is it a person? It's a person. Okay. It's a g- girl, actually. Kennedy's a girl. Oh, cool. She's a 22-year-old, and uh, she just she's about to um, graduate, or she just graduated or something yes. like that. Yes. But she wrote to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, advising that their definition uh, of... Racism is fine for individual racism, but fails to offer any insight into systemic racism. All right. Okay. Yeah. They replied within 24 hours with lots of autocorrect screwing me up here. They replied, let me, let me guess what I wrote. Yeah. Okay. As <laughs> you mashed it in there. <laughs> uh, they replied within 24 hours um, saying that her argument has merit. And by failing to include something on systemic racism, they are not serving their readers well. They are drafting an extended definition. We'll look, look to update def, uh, related definitions in the next edition. Oh, okay. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, it's only a little thing, but it's like, at 22, <coughs> how likely were you to re- write to a dictionary and actually have a persuasive enough argument that they I was barely functioning at 22. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people out there that you do meet and there's some people at high school as well and, and they're just next level mm, like yeah. 20 years ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm only just catching up now at <laughs> age 38. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I thought that was a pretty cool little story. I like that. I learned this week on how to fix a Kindle, Chris. My daughter's oh, yeah. Kindle died before um, lockdown. Oh, okay. Tried all the stuff. Uh, there's not much to a Kindle. There's one button and one charging port. Yes. So oh, pl- do they have the reset little um, hole thing? Don't think they so. They used to in the old one, but I don't know. If not they- sure. Don't think so. Uh, but you hold the power button for 40 seconds to a minute. Nothing happens. Try multiple charges. Anyway, what you do is before lockdown, you go back to the place you bought it from, Warehouse Stationery, shout out to them, and you say, I want to replace, you know, this is broken. And they're like, well talk to amazon and it's 15 months old 
and they only cover it for 12 months. And when you ring Amazon, you're ringing India somewhere. And the guys are, no, 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 over 12 months. Okay. Consumer Guarantees Act. I yell at that guy and hang up. <laughs> get hold of, get hold of. So He's like, uh, and a very good Christmas to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, get, get hold of uh, Citizens Advice Bureau and they've got an expert that deals with electronics and uh, they give me this draft letter yeah. and it basically says, this isn't fit for purpose here. I want a solution. There's the three options. So I take it in there on Tuesday. That's all good. Um, they were quite happy and she said they will probably replace it, but we've got to talk to the manager. I went to Tauranga that night, uh, that afternoon, and uh, they ring me up and says, oh, we just plugged it in and it turned on. I was like, of course it did. <laughs> so apparently sitting around for three months uh, during COVID, fixed my Kindle. Oh my God. So I went back the next day and just picked it up. And it's working fine? Yeah, everything's fine. They're like, Because they're like, we just plugged it in, it's already got 86% battery and uh, it just seems to be working. I was like, yeah. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> cool. Because I tried like, my- yeah. And then when I went in, they were like, oh, we just used this random Android cable that we found. Like, it's one of the cheapest ones. I was like, yeah, of course. I've tried like five different cables and three different plugs and all sorts. And they're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. Good old Kindle. I love my Kindle. Love my Kindle. Hey, did you hear that um, South Korea found some... Oh, what would you call it? Paleolithic um, footprints? Um, whatever. Okay. And they reckon it's a two-legged <clears throat> crocodile with the bite strength of a T-Rex and it was fast as an ostrich. From, hang on, not, hang it, on. Is this from the footprints? Yep. They extrapolate this stuff from the footprints. Cool, cool, Because cool. they say it looks, it's a body in motion and they can do all the biomechanics from the way the mud squished and all the rest of it. And so this is a new th- species. New or- thing they'd never seen before. Not all scientists agree that this is what it is because they have no evidence other than the footprints that it's a but- two-legged crocodile with the bite strength of a T-Rex. Not sure about this whole bite strength thing, but anyway... <laughs> That's good. But it's enough to give you nightmares. That, I mean, Jesus The equivalent Christ. of that is... Uh, a crocodile running around at the speed of an ostrich gives me the shits, quite frankly. That's right. <laughs> but if you're going to extrapolate anything, just think about listening to us and that we're in a high-quality recording studio right now. Because <laughs> that's definitely where we are. Yeah, it's so pretty. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, also, I got ripped off by uh, the book depository uh, this week. So bookdepository.com is a place oh, yeah, where yeah, you can buy yeah, books yeah. For, uh, with free shipping. I think Amazon owns it now. And, uh, of course... So, uh, so now Amazon owns it, you get screwed. <laughs> well, they've owned it for a long time. But oh, right. uh, basically, of course, I was going to get a sloth adult colouring in book, Chris, because why wouldn't you? And uh, the, okay. the features of the sloth adult colouring in book was it was 58 pages long. It had two copies of every image, and the pages were black lined so you didn't have bleed through and the reason i was getting this is because i'd color in something and then my daughter could color it in as well and then i was thinking of putting them side by side in a frame because i thought that'd just oh, be cool. cool anyway that was what i was expecting what i got was i think a print on demand book with the same cover with random clip art that they found on the internet on 30 pages uh with no duplicates and no back black lined uh pages so I've sent them a very uh, informative message and I'm waiting to hear back about how they're going to remedy this for me. Because I think they sent me like a $4 book and I think I paid 20 bucks for the proper one. Uh-huh. 
Ouch. So I'll keep you up to date on that. I know you'll be looking forward to... <laughs> say, uh, oh, um, we plugged it in and it's fine now. <laughs> no, no, not quite, not quite. Um, so uh, on bad luck, um, i got something about so, something left on the train. So October uh, 2019, so October last year, somebody left... Because you have you ever left something on public transport? No, I think I have. I've, I know the feeling when you think you've lost something, though, and I, you just I, go. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have. I can't remember what it was. I was pretty gutted at the time. It would be like a bag or something, but with man bugger bag, all, bugger a all little in tiny it, man know, bag from China type thing. But anyway, yeah, probably, actually, I've got a couple of those. I should leave on the bus somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, October 2019, somebody left three uh, kg of gold. Hang on, what? With uh, two hundred thousand dollars on a train. Where's this in the world? Sweden. How? Oh, what? Like, they had it on them. Like, they were lugging three kilos around. Yeah. Yeah. Three kilos okay. of gold. Okay. Tell me more. Um, that's pretty much it. They're still looking for the owner. Um, Hang the on. The owner oh. has up to five years to come forward. How do you prove? Do they have markings on it? I don't know. I don't know. But they're not giving any details. Oh, no. So, of course you not. Know, okay. So, we're not saying no. where it They're saying so when they- it was found, but they're not saying what train or what it was in or- Yeah. Any of that stuff. Someone so, has to but, come but, forward. Like, like, how do you... How do you the, wait this long? I mean, it's six, eight months ago or whatever. Do you just assume that nobody's going to just... You assume somebody's going to take it, aren't you? And they just thought, stuff it. But if you're... I don't know. If you're not worried about $200,000 worth of gold, that's probably the least of your worries. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, well, because I keep thinking, well, maybe they died. Oh, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Like... You have a, 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 a heart attack or something on the because train. You're shipped off at the next station, taking an ambulance. No, you, you, be- you have the heart attack when you get home because you've realised <laughs> you've left your three kilos worth of gold. <laughs> True, hadn't thought of that. That's what the anyway, real thing is. Anyway, I thought I um, would have. I've, I've got a few other things, <laughs> things left on trains that I thought would be uh, good to share. Oh. so on the London Underground, there's uh, things that have been found on trains include a life-size stuffed Spider-Man. Cool. A full gorilla <laughs> suit dressed in a Hawaiian shirt. What? A wedding dress. Now, there's a story to each of these items. There is. Because <laughs> uh, that wedding dress probably meant that the day didn't go so well if you leave your wedding dress on a London underground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Screw him! Rip. Um, in Prague, somebody left a pet hedgehog. And oh, I assume okay. it had a collar on it, so they knew it was a pet hedgehog. Or maybe they rang up and said, I've lost my pet hedgehog. Or it might have been in a little box with stuff, oh, yeah. maybe. True, true, true. Um, a full-sized radiator. Cool. <laughs> left well, uh, if you've got to transport some stuff. And a python. But the thing that cracked me out, though, talking about Bangalore, they, they just auction everything off, though, fine. Yeah. So you're like, oh, we have 132 lunchboxes for an auction, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, but <laughs> of course. That's what they do at airports in Bangalore, in India as well. So, so what, there's bags of luggage? Yeah, so lo- lost luggage that doesn't get claimed within a certain period of time. It's like storage wars. I was just going to say, exactly it's gotta, they it's need like, Bangalore. And they're like bidding on stuff. They don't know what's in the suitcase. And then they go, oh, yay, more dirty laundry. <laughs> that, that should be a TV show, Bangalore Bag Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, anyway. That's pretty cool. All right, what else have we got? What's um, what's the deal? This e- what's happening with eBay? I heard I was listening to a radio station randomly, which I don't normally do, in the car the other day, 
And the guy was talking about this eBay thing just a little bit. Six former eBay executives and staff have been charged with cyber-stalking in a campaign against a couple who ran a newsletter that made critical claims of the company or critical things of the company. So the, the, the couple do a newsletter on e-commerce, an yeah. e-commerce newsletter. Okay. And they, they, um, they wrote some bad stuff about eBay. Oh, so the prosecution alleges uh, harassment included sending the couple live cockroaches, a bloody <laughs> Halloween mask, a cool. funeral wreath, as well as uh, threatening messages. There's some more down here, actually, of what they sent. How one petty do you have to be? Hang on, hang on. Sev- several of the group are also have, s- have ordered uh, anonymous and disturbing deliveries to the victim's home, including a pre- preserved fetal pig. Oh, yeah, because they're easy to get. Uh, blo- if you ever want to get one, um, you yeah, probably you just, go on, on eBay. just go on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> a bloody pig Halloween mask, a funeral wreath, a book on surviving the loss of a spouse, which I thought was pretty Whoa, harsh. that's pretty That's, that's uh, pretty deep. bad, eh? Yeah. And pornography. Um, also, they sent some of the stuff, like the last one, to the neighbours addressed from yeah, the other people, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, the exactly. bit I remember. Um, so, the, yeah, so... <laughs> It's crazy that they did that, but do you know how they got caught? Or I believe how they got caught? How? Uh, the police were called by neighbours when they were breaking into the guy's uh, garage to fit a tracker to his car. Cool. Cool. So, hang on. So, they're all, like, highly paid executives well, the or whatever. Former yeah, former executives. So, okay. eBay's a cult, is what we're saying. <laughs> Interestingly, you say that because uh, I've read the book on. There's a book yeah, the out perfect, there. Perfect store. I think it's mine. It's upstairs. No, I haven't read your book. I got a book from the library. Oh, okay. But right. very similar. But I don't think that's the title. Yeah, by Pierre Odemeyer, who started it. He's in the book, but I think I read a different one. Oh, okay. But anyway, right. yeah, very interesting. I was a big fan of eBay. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, very tight community when they started. Yes. Uh, family environment slash. Yeah, and privately owned company. Um, I mean, they ended up getting venture capital <laughs> only because they didn't need the money, but they needed the cachet of saying we have a venture capital so they could recruit decent talent. Yeah. So they, they uh, got... Um, venture capital uh, in and bank the money and never touched it. That's right. What a way to give away 40% of your business. PayPal owns them now, though, eh? Is that right? Uh, PayPal did buy them. Yeah. Some, some, no, anyway. no, the other way around. They bought PayPal, didn't they? Yeah, that must be it. Yeah, yeah they, bought, they bought eBay, brought PayPal, yep. gave some money to old poor Elon. Um, and um, and um, Reed, what's his face? Reed, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, if you're, I think... That's just crazy. I think just stick to sending stuff to people. Don't break into their uh, home to put trackers. Because what what was the next step in that? We're going to put a tracker on their car so we know where he goes. Supposedly, they were going to fake a... a situation and so then they could rescue get- them from it so they felt good about eBay. I'm like, have you Hang thought on. this shit through? <laughs> you turn, you turn, they, t- they turn up, rip their shirt open and it's just an eBay teacher. Don't worry, it's me from eBay. What? <laughs> I know. I don't know how that works. I was just, oh my God. Anyway. so that's It makes that. no sense at all. But I suppose when you're crazy, uh, everything seems good. I... Talking about crazy, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read the headline first of all. I don't know if you heard about this. Twenty Indian soldiers are killed and forty-three Chinese troops are injured or dead 
after a brutal hand-to-hand fighting with stones and battens broke out at the border point in Kashmir. I heard some people died, didn't realise it was hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing, right? So I understand if people start letting bullets loose and that... You've got to be pretty freaking Committed. Committed, yeah, to be killing people hand-to-hand. Do they not have guns? Was there a reason it had to be hand-to-hand, or were they just like... Uh, maybe they were showing off to each other or something, but yeah, it was all hand-to-hand. I can just, I'm just imagining... No it, shots were fired. I'm imagining in my head there was 10 minutes of them just yelling and moving their arms around in movements before they yeah, got going. Yeah, doing the whole Bruce Lee come hither sort yeah. of thing. Um, the violent face, face-off took place in Galwyn Valley in Ladakh region in Monday. Um, India... Reported 20 fatalities in the battle that was fought with stones and battens. China has reported 43 casualties but did not specify how many had died. Oh. Um, it's the first confrontation between these two Asian giants since 1975. Um, yes. It's what we need in 2020, yeah, a bit of a war going TV on. NDTV reported that no shots were fired in the battle, but the soldiers attacked each other with sticks and battens on the Indian side of the border. Hmm. So you've got something here, which I assume isn't related to our flatmate called Diego. Uh, no. D- Diego retires. I'd be worried if he retired. No, um, no, it's not. Have you not heard about Diego? This Is our, our, is that our last story? Because it's a nice one. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, it'll be that or uh, the TV show thing, but carry on. Do the TV show first. Oh, shout out to Adam, our uh, Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon, look up our website, thechristensandpodcast.com. And where you an can... orange button in the... yep. just near the top. You can... Sorry. Help us out uh, and help prevent Chris from knocking things on the table. But no, uh, we appreciate all the support. But Adam said we should check out Mythic Quest. Yes. Uh, which is along the same vein as Silicon Valley uh, by the starring... Sort of game designer yeah. type. Starring and written by the dude, um, I can't remember his name, from uh, It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I anyway, check that out. It's yeah, pretty yeah, good. No, so we watched uh, two episodes, and yes, Adam, it is brilliant. So uh, thanks for that. Good. And if anybody else has a recommendation, I've been told I've got to watch <laughs> Doro He Doro. Yep. Um, Have you I seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen nothing. Oh, cool. You're in for a treat. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to finish on Diego Retire. So Diego is a tortoise. From the Galapagos Islands. Oh, I must be about how, how, really old. Of course. I'm trying to find the age, but now I'm not going to find the age. Let's make I? one up. 700 years old. No, 100 year old. Mine, oh, was 100 when he was taken. Mine sounds God. better. Yeah. I don't know. He's well over 100 anyway. But he has fathered um, something. Uh, he's, he's retiring because he's now fathered a thousand um, tortoises. Awesome. Um, so is that good? Got me, that must be good. That's that's really good. So what got me about it was <laughs> around fifty years ago, there were only two males and twelve females of the species left alive. Whoa! And he was one of the two males. Yeah. And so he's been in a breeding pen. Of pretty course. Much. Oh, he went to San Francisco Zoo and he was there for ages, and then they went, oh. Yeah, maybe it's better that we, you know, save the species and not have the one one of the two males in the universe, like in a different country with no females. So they sent it back to Galapagos and put him in a breeding pen. Um, and he's been doing good. He's been doing good. Oh yeah. Um, boom chicka. Uh, so yeah, 
and they said, hey, what what does retirement sound like for Diego? And he goes, well, we think he's still going to be doing good, um, <laughs> but he's going to have to find his own females at the moment. He's in a pen, and we've been bringing the females to him. He's going to be wandering the island, wild island, um, in oh, the wow. wild, and um, we expect him to be doing what he's been doing, but just out there. <laughs> Look at him go. Yeah, good old Diego. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. So, uh, yeah, they reckon there's a considerable number of these uh, on the island now in the um, several hundreds of thousands. That's so, good. Yeah. Good to see. Uh, they've got a giant tortoise in the... There's a um, reptile park up near Lee in Auckland. Oh, okay. And there's you drive in and you think it's a giant rock, but it's this giant tortoise outside. And I think it's got some weird history, like it came from, I don't know where. But anyway, I just remember that. Real interesting to see because it's like this big. Oh. It's huge. Just, like a metre high. Is yeah, yeah. What, just um, sitting there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, great stuff. So that brings us to the end of the podcast. Make sure to come say hi. We'll be back next week. Yes. And... Uh, Oh, and we did say last week that I say how the um, Professional Speakers Association of New Zealand uh, workshop went. It went really well. So there you go. Thank you. Good. I know everyone was hanging on to the whole seat for the whole podcast. You did. did. Well, you promised, actually. Yeah. did. Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.